Welcome to Infinite Impact Radio, a podcast for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. Hey there, impact influencers. My name is Evans Putman. I'm the founder of Infinite Impact Coaching and Consulting and the host of Infinite Impact Radio, where I interview entrepreneurs about their purpose-driven businesses and their missions to contribute towards creating a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to sharing your world-changing mission soon. All right, welcome everybody to Infinite Impact Radio and TV, the show for impact influencers by impact influencers with world-changing missions. So welcome, Impact Influencer Tribe. We've got somebody really cool here that I'm meeting for the first time today, and he fits the definition of impact influencer. I was just talking to him. He was giving me some information about himself. This is Jeff Manson. He is yep. the, he's an artist, author, entrepreneur, and an impact influencer who wants to change the world. So absolutely, Jeff, I'm going to let you take it away from there. Um, one thing I want to say real quick, just let me share this real quick. I, uh, I was looking at your Facebook profile and I always like to do this. I like to go in and spy on everybody a little bit before we yeah, get on the podcast. And um, I noticed that one line that I saw there, well, there's actually two parts here, but I'm going to leave the second part for a little bit later. But I saw this, it said to help people succeed regardless of personal gain. So I it's thought, true. you know what? It, it, it was meant to be for you to be on the show. So welcome. And um, definitely give us a little background about yourself. If you want to, if you want to just introduce yourself and then also dive straight into your origin story, how you okay. got here, where you are today, just going to knock yourself out. I got you. So, um, I am Jeff Manson. And like he said, I, I'm from Jacksonville beach. I'm a, I have a, a landscaping company. We have a lawn service where we've got over a hundred lawn properties and I build these awesome like koi ponds, grottos, water features, anything, anything stone, turned it into an art form pretty much. And um, the way the price, so let me, let me find it. Here we go. So I had a really bad health scare a few years ago and I'm going to get deep into that in a second. But the end result of what came out of it is this book right here called The Prodigy Kid. It's, <laughs> very, it's 40 success principles that kids should learn in school but aren't being taught. Stuff like the golden rule and write your goals down, goal setting. Um, you have to ask. Little things matter big. There's power in giving. You have to be happy. Uh, the law the law, or the, the rule of 80-20, the law of attraction, like all these cool things that they don't really teach in school. I mean, there's some of the things they teach, but not all of them. So the way I got to that point of writing that book it started a long time ago. Um, when I was in fifth grade, I, I broke my femur at school. And it was kind of kind of wild. It led me to, to reading a lot of books. I was in the hospital for three weeks in traction. I, um, I had like a three-month recovery. It was a really bad break. And it got me to, to really reading, reading a lot of, lot, of, lot of books, like the Hardy Boys and just all kinds of stuff. And later in life, I, uh, at the age of 13 is when my, my real story begins. A lot of, they, I've, I've heard of, like, from the Bible, they'll talk about there's a, uh, when people were given a thorn, 
when it's something that's bad, but it's meant for a good purpose, I guess, if that makes any sense, where it keeps you on, on track. So when I was 13, I, I got severe Crohn's and severe colitis, which totally destroyed my life. I mean, this, this, this was bad, and, and, and um, it took a while for me to pull out of it. But it got me to to reading even more because I, I, I was stuck at home a lot. And uh, another another real trigger to getting me on this path that I'm on now was we moved my senior year of high school. We moved from Western Massachusetts to Jacksonville Beach, Florida. So as a, as a high school senior, starting all over, it was kind of tough. So at that point, I, I did a lot of reading and someone had given me the book, how to win friends and influence people. And that kind of got me like on this kick led me to like think and grow rich and the magic of thinking big, the power of positive thinking, reading books about Tony, Tony Robbins. And it's funny, my mother would kind of like, she's a big book reader. So she would always have these books laying around that I would just kind of find, you know, and, and sooner or later, I just, I built up a, an arsenal of these books. And over the years, I gradually had read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these books and all about like how to, how to get your purpose in life, how to, how to be happy, how to public speak, how to, how to anything. And then a lot of, a lot of the later stuff I got into was business books, marketing books, technology books. Um, but the whole, the whole point of that is I started to wonder back then when I was like high school age, like why aren't they teaching? Why is people skills 101 and attitude 101 not taught in every high school in this country? Why is the public school system not teaching about mindset and goal setting? And, and, and why are they not teaching money, actual like wealth creation skills? Like it just was mind boggling to mm -hmm. me. I, I didn't understand it. So I, so um, before you go further, let me ask you real quick. So this yeah. was, you were actually doing this. This was in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So were you, did you find yourself feeling sort of alienated from other high school students? Because obviously most, I, I remember high school and we weren't, there was no way I was ever thinking along those subjects, you know, it was more about what are we going to do Friday night or what, what's well, going on? It, it's true. Game. I, I did. And the alienation came from the fact of being as sick as I had been from the age of 13. So it would come, it would go, it would come, it would go, it would come, it would go. So at, by the time I was 20, I realized I couldn't drink. I wasn't part of that, 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 you know, go out Friday night and party club. I, I had to find something else to occupy my time. And one of the things that I was really against is I grew up, I was five minutes from a ski area growing up. And, and I used to love, I was there every day flying through the air. And I wanted to start a business to move away from the beach where, where I just absolutely hated it. So I, I spent my time reading and trying to plot and plan and figure out a way to, to get out of it. And what I ended up doing is I ended up starting a lawn service with the help of one of my neighbors and he, uh, he trained me, he got me set up and, and I, I started this business and with all the things that I had learned about customer service and all the, all the other things I would go out there and I would, I would, you know, do the right thing and, and you know, kick butt on people's yards and make it immaculate and, and go knock on the neighbor's doors and say, Hey, just to let you know, or, you know, and market and get myself out there. And next thing you know, we're, you know, I'm 20 years old making 10 grand a month. Like it was, it was awesome. And I was, I was killing it. And, um, 
I, I had taken, I got to show you this now. Um, when, when I was just getting started in the business, June of 97, my dad had given me this book. It says dreams. And I had gone through this book and this is, this is so magical. This is awesome. So <laughs> yeah, you told when, me about this before we started the recording. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to get into there just because the timeline, that's where we're at with the yeah, timeline. I love it. So, so it says 105. Why? So why am I, what do I want? So Number one, I wanted to build a wave pool, personal wave pool. I wanted a bulldozer, steamroller to build, you know, to build dirt bike jumps. I wanted a jet, a house in several locations, a yacht, a nice house and a two car garage. And uh, I wanted a dog. I wanted a motorcycle, golf, new golf clubs, jet skis. I wanted to, to have my water, you know, my lawn service booming. But you, you go down to number 20 and they start getting bigger. And number 20 is huge ski resort somewhere out west that's what i wanted to to you know somehow buy or, or build acquire whatever but the one that's key is 21 change the face of public education forever is one of the big goals i had written down along with helping directly affect millions of people's lives for the better and begin the environmental turnaround um, in there as well as have a key part in ending world hunger so these are some giant, giant goals that I had written down when I was 20 years old. So here's where I need to get into like how the prodigy kid actually started. But in my eyes, I, I'm looking at the prodigy kid in three different lights. Number one is an entrepreneur. So I'm going out here and of course you can't do anything big in, in the world without money. So we're looking to be entrepreneurial with this venture and, and actually put it out there, make money from it, of course, and and number two, I'm looking at it as a scientist because I had gone through this drill and I had learned all this information at an early, early age. Now, what happens if we put this information into the hands of kids that are in elementary school, middle school, as well as the age I was in high school, and they go through the process, are they going to have similar things happen in their life? And when I tell you similar things, there, there's a pattern, there's a formula in, in our challenge and in, in book, it's called the magic formula, but there's a, a method by which you structure your goals and you go after them that is magical when you add big to it. So those last few goals were very, 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 very big. So part of our program is when, when we're getting the, the people and the kids to think about their future goals and things is you know, the bigger you go, the better, because all the other little things just happen to work out like everything. It's like an apple orchard. You know, by the time you have the apple orchard, sure, you have the end apple orchard and that's your main goal. But along the way, you had a lot of little trees and little saplings growing that didn't bear fruit. And then they bore fruit and then they didn't have very much fruit. And now they've got tons and tons of fruit. So it's all those little goals just kind of take care of themselves in time. So what I've, what the thing that, that boggles my mind and really, you know, talking about being a scientist about it is I suffer from these crazy symptoms and these symptoms are these out of the ordinary, just off the chain coincidences that like doors will open up. Like I'll, all of a sudden it'll be like, a, I'll say, man, you know, remember that song that whatever song it is, and then it'll come on the radio. Like it's, things like that are just crazy and they always happen and these doors open and it, and you know, in my mind as a scientist, I'm thinking, you know, back up and I'm going to, I'm going to change the subject, but get back to it. I read this book right here, which is awesome by Richard Cope. 
and it gets into um, talking about how a lot of the, the laws in the world are attached to like actual growth and how like the world grows and, and the, the, the seasons of the earth and everything. So um, when, when I planted those very big seeds years and years ago, now they, because of the formula that was used, they were planted. They became a sprout. They became a, a small little, little, little sapling and they turned into a tree that had a little tiny stalk and then it got thicker and bigger and bigger and bigger. And because the, we don't, we're not really sure how the quantum world works and how the world works, but because those seeds were, were nurtured in such a way, gradually what my big things in life were that I was wanting to go after when I was 20, I was sidetracked with my lawn service and my, and my water feature business and not doing what I should have been doing. So I had gotten extremely sick. And when I got extremely sick, the back end of it is how Prodigy Kid came out of it. But, um, you know, I want to know if everybody else can experience those weird coincidences and be led off of their path and guided towards what it is that, that they're meant to do. If they, if they plant the seeds that are extremely large when they're young and give the time to, to mature and nurture and do, will they have those crazy, crazy um, coincidences that kind of the doors of, of their desires open up when they need them to. And, you know, thirdly, besides being an entrepreneur, being a scientist and getting all deep down into the quantum world and, and, and the voodoo that we don't know how it really works. But the, the third thing is, you know, I want to be a world changer. I think that, the knowledge that the prodigy kid brings if structured properly and, and it gets into the right hands. I think that it takes one of these kids will absolutely change the world. So I personally can change the world with prodigy kid. If I can find one kid that wants to change the world, like how I was when I was younger and was like, man, I'm going to do this. You know, they get this information. If I had this information when I was a kid, wow, look out. I mean, I would have been, I, I got it, you know, as I was late, you know, later in high school and, and right after high school, but imagine you're, you're in, you're a fourth and fifth grader, you're a middle school and you're being taught a formula by which you can get anything in your world that you desire that you want to do. Um, and going back to being a world changer, it has to be when you're going big, you can't just want all the money in the world for yourself and you want to be Scrooge your big goals have to be, what can I offer the world? So in our challenge that we've got that goes with the Prodigy Kid book, um, you know, part of the formula is they have to create a written statement that, that they daily review, revise, and take action on. And part of it, of course, is like I was telling you, the yacht and the wave pool and the ski resort and the, the new guitar and all that stuff. But then you have unlimited time, money, power, influence, what are you going to give the world that will make the world a better place? Do you want to cure cancer? Do you want to clean the oceans? Do you want to create renewable energy for everybody? What thing do you want? Do you want to help animals and world hunger? What is your big, big, giant, big seed thing that you can offer? And that's, that's my third part. So entrepreneurship, of course, make it, make money. Let's make some money. Let's, let's be a scientist and figure out if it's not, you know, if it's duplicatable and I'm just, these coincidences aren't just anything except for part of how the world works. And I'm kind of uncovering more of the details of under the hood and 
you know, change the world. Let's find some people like-minded, like, like, like you are and some of these other people that I follow and let's do it, man. Yeah, no, I, I love all that. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. So I want to, I do want to cover. <laughs> <You> sure. <laughs> yeah. I want to co- go back to one thing because, um, this is where it's funny because I've had this discussion with a lot of other people too. And other people that have come on this podcast, whether either on the recording or when the recording was off, but we talk about, you know, one, these planting the seeds, but even though you felt like your path, you know, you went down a different path, right? You said you planted the seeds in your book, then you went out and started doing something else. At some point throughout that time, were you still thinking about these things? Were you ever going back to your notebook and looking at it? And the one thing that is tricky is my whole life. I have always been someone to write my goals down in a notebook consistently, daily, regularly, every month I get a new one. I start over and I fill it every month with brainstorming, uh, trying to figure out ideas. So one thing that I, I kept consistent, even though I was going down the wrong road, I consistently read and pushed my, my, my knowledge base and was drawn to these books. And the magical thing is I was always trying to go big. I wasn't happy with average. I was always, I mean, I've had ideas about grocery delivery services and, and I had this idea and, and I was telling, you know, I was looking for investors. I was, I was so sick at the time and there's no way I could have ever done it or, or whatever, but it's like, what we could do is we just, we get a warehouse, we, 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 we get certified, we get our license, we bring in food, we package it, we get it ready. And, and we, we, we ship it out with dry ice to everybody around the, the country and we give them X different options. And, and then a couple of years later, blue aprons, those companies start coming out and I'm like, I'm looking at my parents, like, you see, you see, like, you know, so I was always trying, trying to figure out what big thing can I do to, to get, to where I was like financially happy of where I want to be. Like, yeah. you know, I did well with the lawn service, did well with the building water features, but I was always trying to find that big something. Like it wasn't, you know, average wasn't what I wanted. Well, do you believe that maybe during this entire time, that journey, everything that was going on and that you didn't get to this point until you, where you are now, maybe it was because you weren't ready Oh, it's absolutely what correct. Was gonna happen. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. Yep. So yeah, I, I find that very interesting because I, I, I've I've gone through something similar, which we won't share my, all of my story now. Maybe you and I can discuss that at a later time. When, but when you're on when you're on my podcast, we'll talk there you about. Go. It. <laughs> there you go. But it's it's a similar um, sort of cycle, you know, where it was something back here that sort of went dormant, but not totally asleep, and then came back. So maybe during that whole time, it's funny that you bring up this whole thing about planting the seed and then almost harvesting the seed. Maybe this whole time, you know, you were, you were just under the dirt, but you were just growing. Yeah. I I can't remember the story. I think it was a bam. It was about bamboo because as you probably know, you're in landscaping bamboo grows more underground first than it does above ground. So maybe this whole time you were actually growing but growing in a different direction and then you know you appeared to uh the visible eye now everything's coming out you know here in our reality yeah the t- you want to talk about the timing since you're talking about timing yeah definitely um, 
I want to share because I talked about the crazy coincidences that happen. So let me share you with one one of the stories of the, the things that haunt me of why I want to be a scientist and approach this because it absolutely boggles my mind. So last year around this, you know, a little bit before now, I went to LaunchCon. I don't know if you're familiar with Jeff Walker and LaunchCon, but yeah, I know awesome, Jeff Walker awesome is. Yeah. guy, you know, amazing guy, amazing product, amazing system, amazing people that are involved. Absolutely love like learning from all those people. It's, it, it's, it's, it's great. But I, um, I, I was, I'd already bought the ticket. I already had my hotel room. I was already on my way. And I went and bought some nice clothes because I'm a long guy. I'm a rock throwing hole digger. So I dig holes and throw rocks and cut grass. And so I went and bought some nice, nice pants and, and shirts and shoes and everything. And, and um, earlier that day, so it's about 930 at night. And I said, oh man, you know, daylight savings time had just come. And when I replaced my clock battery, somehow I hit the little, the, you know, I messed up the, uh, the, the hands and every day it would lose a couple minutes. Cause when they crossed, it would like kind of get like hung up a little bit. Right. So I bought a new clock. <laughs> so it's nine 30. I'm like, Oh, I need to go get that clock and my clothes out of the car to pack. So I go out there and I get them and then, you know, 10 30, 10 45, 10 20, whatever it was. I don't know. It was after 10 then I'm like, Oh man, I should hang that clock. So I'm like, okay, I take it out of the package. I, I get the battery out and it's not one of these atomic clocks. It was a real cheap, you know, regular old clock. And I put the battery in and I turned it over to see what time it was to set it. And it was the exact time. It was the right freaking time. And I'm like, whoa, this is, that's kind of <laughs> freaky. So I took a picture. I mean, if you went through, back through my Facebook post, you'd see it. Um, it was, it was crazy. It like gave me the chills all up and down my body. I'm like, dude, this is, this is weird. <laughs> so fast forward a little bit, I'm down there and like the first day, like, you know, the front row and everybody, they're freaking out and jumping on their chairs. And I'm like, is this an Amway meeting or what, what in the heck is going on? And meanwhile, I, then I come to find out these people are making, you know, doing these crazy launches. Some of them making millions of dollars in a week. And like, no wonder they're jumping on their chairs, you know, but at first I was kind of like, you know, do I belong in this kind of setting? And then I had that, those thoughts, like, should I just stick to building water features and have that life and, you know, be right where I'm at, be happy, be content, have a good lifestyle, or should I be really pursuing this? Like, this was a question on my mind the whole weekend. So one thing that I've got is I'm kind of unorganized. I'm kind of ADHD, which a lot of entrepreneurs, artists, you imagine I'm an author and an artist, like God, there's no hope for me. And an entrepreneur, <laughs> like, so, so I'm always, you know, running behind, running, you know, unorganized, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And, you know, sometimes I get down on myself. Like, I, you know, here it is. I've got a, a meeting at eight o'clock with their coaches and, and I'm like 10 miles down I four and it's like seven fifty three. I've got seven minutes to get to this thing. And I'm like, dude, you, what are you dumb? Like, why aren't you on time for this important meeting? They're going to look at your business and give you some, you know, tips and, and ideas and, and, and look it over and, and give you advice. Like, and you're way down the road. Like what, like getting down and, and I'm like, should I even be doing this? Like, what am I doing here? And the one thing, if you ever been to one of those events is, is three minutes before someone new takes the stage, there's a song by seven nation army that come that they would play, give you three minutes heads up, like down, 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 Right. So I'm like, ask like, all right, like give me a freaking sign. You know, should I be doing this? And I turn right and I can see the Omni Hotel up in the background. And all of a sudden on the radio, that freaking song comes on. <laughs> and I about lose my mind. 
I take out my camera, I videotape it. I'm, I'm freaking out like, oh my God, I pull up in the parking spot, 7.59, eight o'clock. I walk in right on time. Everything is beautiful, whatever. So it's, it's awesome. And it was really cool. So I, I ended up, um, I ended up like telling these people and they're like, Oh, you should upload that to our Facebook page. And it was, it would, to me, it was like, okay, I'm in, this is it. That was that I'm, this is, I'm I'm doing this now. (laughs) So the girl was like, you should upload to our Facebook group and you know, the video. And I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll do that when I get home. I'd already checked out. There's no Wi-Fi. And like in the middle of someone's talk that day, I got up and I'm like, I'm going to upload it right now. And I went to the front where there's like a little office. You pay $10 for time or whatever. And I uploaded the video and there's a guy to the right. He had the little tag from the, from the event. I told him a story. Oh yeah, cool buddy. Whatever. There's another guy to the left. He had an event tag, but I didn't tell him he got up and left and he came back. He had forgotten his phone. And I was like, Oh man, you came back. I guess I'll go ahead and tell you. So I was finishing up and I told him a story and we both walked back to the event together and and um, he says, you have no idea what I do. He was listening. He's like, oh, man, this is this is great. I can't believe. And he was he was really talking me up and just like freaking out on what I was doing. And he's like, you have no idea what I do, huh? And I, I'm like, well, I'd like I'd love to know. And he, he was like, well, I, I work for this. I'm a, I'm a dean in this, this university out in California. We teach teachers how to teach. And and he said, this is this is amazing that you're doing that. And then as we get into the venue, he's introducing me to people and opening doors for me. I'm like, I'm feeling like a rock star. It was just crazy. But he was from Long Beach, California, and it was really cool. And I haven't really, uh, I talked to him a couple times since, but I haven't really um, talked to him as much as I could have. But uh, fast forward to the next day, um, I'm at, I'm on the lawn crew with my with my buddy, and and um, this guy comes out and he, he wants to get a quote on lawn service. He said, yeah, me and my wife just moved here from Long Beach, California. And I'm like, oh, Long Beach? What is everybody I meet from Long Beach now? I was like, I was just at a, <laughs> an event for my book I wrote, uh, a kid book I wrote, and, and yesterday I met a guy from Long Beach. Uh, everybody's from Long Beach, I guess. And he said, you wrote a book. I'm like, yeah, check it out. I gave him, I showed him, you know, kind of like the, the template of, you know, the, the rough copy. And, and, and he was like, you have no idea what I do, huh? Or what I used to do. And it's like, Oh, let's, let's hear it. And he, uh, he used the ex marketing manager for Nickelodeon out in California. Wow. And he has like, like eight years of schooling, uh, you know, and three and a half of that was like how to market to kids. So he's the one that did all my illustrations. So not only was my timing right, but this weird thing with the radio and meeting that other guy from Long Beach, had that, I not met that guy from Long Beach and had him freak out like that, I wouldn't have had this connection with this other guy. And I may not have ever found out that he was able and very highly capable of doing all those illustrations in that book, which was to me freaking awesome. Like, wow. And to the nail in the coffin and the thing that, that really drives me up a wall is, um, you know, a week, not a week, but it was, it was four days later. I was with my son's mom who, who we live in separate houses and, and we, we went to dinner with my parents and they, they were dropped. I went with my parents and she was dropping me off. So I don't, not really in the car with her that much. And I said, Oh man, I forgot to tell you about that. I went to this thing this weekend and, and, um, I met this guy from Long Beach and this happened and there's the song, you know, and it came on the radio and all of a sudden, boom, it comes on the freaking radio again while I'm trying to explain <laughs> her the story about the radio. My son in the back seat had heard the story 
And he was like, honest to God, like, uh, uh, dad, I'm kind of scared right now. Like it was weird, <laughs> yeah. really freaking weird. And I'm like, why does this stuff have to always happen to me? And, and I've got so many stories that are like that would like blow your mind. And it's like, I just want to know, like, does anybody else have these crazy symptoms? And I'm hoping that as the scientist with this project, we will find and be able to develop other people who have great, huge, big ideas that are going to go after and change the world and make the world a better place that have similar things happen to them and similar big doors open when, when they need to. And that's yes. my, one of my big goals. That's awesome. I love that story. Um, we're gonna have to wrap it up, but I wanted to just share real quickly. Yes, there are other people that have those kind of things. I've had them myself and I'll, I'll share those. Remind me to share a story about a book that changed my life on your podcast because right. it's a very similar story. But um, and I want to throw this out there too, because since you're doing a little investigating into this, just to try this, and maybe you already try this, but I was listening to a podcast and there was a discussion about, you know, actually taking that day, making it your intention for that day to go out and start looking for those synchronicities, to look for those things. And when you open your mind up to the possibility and actually being aware when they happen and not just letting it sort of fly by, but actually taking a moment to be like, wow, that was sort of cool. That just happened and, and sort of process it that they will continue to multiply on top of themselves. So that I would be something it. interesting. I, I, I expect it. I look for it. I uncover it. When I meet someone, I ask them specific types of questions. I, I look at the world different than more, more most people probably do. Yeah. And it, it's because I know the underline of what's really there. You know, it's, it's pretty freaky. Yeah, that's very cool. I like that. I love it a lot. Well, we do need to wrap it up. So I do want to give you the opportunity to tell people, you know, where they can find out more about you, what, um, you know, how they can get in touch with you and anything else that we need to share. We can always put it in the, the links in the show okay. notes and all these links will be in the show notes anyway. So for everybody listening, make sure you go check it out where you can link and go check out Jeff. But um, yeah, if you would just share a little bit more about where they can find you and where they can connect with you. Okay. So we don't have a lot out there right now. We're working with local, um, it's actually state university here in Jacksonville and they're helping me launch this thing well. And um, right now the best bet is to go to the Facebook page, just do a search for prodigy kid and you'll find our page. And we're not really um, ramping up all of our other things yet until we've got all of our ducks in, in a row. Okay. So, soon and to once, come. Well, what's once this goes live, we're not sure the exact date yet, but I'll stay in touch with you. You get me the, give me yeah, the I'll, links. I'll give you links that are necessary. We'll put them in the show notes. But right now, Prodigy Kid Facebook. Um, and if you uh, want to send me a DM, if you want to get a book sooner than when it launches, you know, let me know. And if you obviously, if anybody listening is interested in, in doing an interview on a podcast or, or um, you know, getting together, that would be, that would be awesome. I'm, I'm down. All right. Great. Yes, definitely. I wish we had more time because we could go a lot, lot deeper. Oh, so no, we I, might have to, I we might have to schedule. A, um, I'll tell you what we'll do is once you do get launched and everything is out there, maybe we'll schedule a part two. We, we will. Yeah, schedule sounds a good. Part two. Well, we'll All do right. one with you maybe first and then we'll do part two. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Well, thanks Jeff. Thanks for being with us and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you.
Wow, what another great episode. Our guests are amazing and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook, leave us a comment on the YouTube channel, give us a thumbs up, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a, a desire to start an, an impact purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N, coaching. Evans Putman Coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode. Thank you.